This is Generation Green's Wildflower Project, the podcast that starts conversations to create connections on this journey we're all doing called life. Together, we can grow through what we go through and bloom in spite of it all. So let's be like wildflowers and see where the wind blows us. Hello and welcome to the Wildflower Project. I'm your host, Sherry Sobey, and today I get the privilege of sitting down with my lovely friend, Amanda Green from Melt Chocolate Co. Hello. Thank you for having me. Hello. So if you didn't know who Amanda Green is, well, Melt Chocolate Co. is definitely where she's at right now, but we want to build up to that story. So you were a dancer. Correct. For like 13 years? Yes, that is correct. So I danced with Rowan Pig Ballet. I was their principal dancer for years. Well, wasn't always a principal dancer, but I worked my way up. Right. And uh, yeah, I unfortunately had a really bad injury that forced me to retire and I pursued my new passion. So before getting into the chocolate though, so now you've worked all this time to build your career up. Mm -hmm. This happens because I always like these stories where people pick themselves up. So you obviously have, you know, that determination and I think even being a dancer and being that discipline too, that's already in you, but it's still pretty devastating. Absolutely. Right? It's like that that was my career. (laughs) Well, you work your, I mean, I left home when I was 10 years old. So I moved, I'm an Albertan and I moved from Alberta to Winnipeg to train in the school. So both my sister and I were accepted. She was 12 and I was 10. Yes, I think so. That was a very long time ago. Wow. So we moved to Winnipeg and we lived in the residence downtown here and we trained for years. So I literally have dedicated my entire life to dance. And so, of course, when something horrifying happens like it did to me it's pretty devastating for sure it took a while to get over it but oh yeah I have an amazing husband and family has been incredible too and they my husband just said you know what you need to do something let's find you a course online while you recover and let's you know keep your mind active oh how great right yes because I think that is key because it is very easy to stay in that space you know and 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 I mean many people can attest to this I mean we have these pivotal times you know where we can go one way or we can go another way and so why chocolate (laughs) My mom had a small chocolate business when I was a kid, and ah. when I would come home at Christmas time or Easter, whenever I'd kind of dabble in it, I'd help her out. But it wasn't anything significant. She kind of did novelty things, suckers for kids, or barks. And then she always says I ruined her chocolate business, which is not true. She had, <laughs> she made beautiful stuff as well, but um, you just one upped her. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess one year I made them a little bit prettier than what she was doing, and uh, the next year people came back and said well, I want the pretty chocolate where did it go oh my goodness <laughs> so after that point my mom's like thanks Amanda <laughs> yeah no kidding <laughs> but um yeah so I kind of dabbled in it a little bit and then I had a really good Belgian friend um who danced with me in the company for years him and his wife came over from Europe and um he loved loved chocolate sweets in general and one year for Christmas he gave me this beautiful confection book and I leafed through it and I was like, all right, Gail, that's, yeah, that, thank you. That's real nice. I can't do any of that stuff. Like that's so far beyond my, my technical level. He's like, you know what? Just read through it. Just figure it out. You can do it. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. <laughs> and then one year for the gala, for the Royal Winnipeg Ballet's gala, they had a fundraising, yearly fundraising event. And one of the marketing ladies found out that I 
dabbled in chocolate, not really, and she asked if I would do a box for the silent auction. I was like, well, I don't know, <laughs> but I will try. This is years ago. Yeah. And so I did, and I think it actually like the bid went as high as four hundred dollars or something wow. ridiculous so i was pretty stoked but not in not nearly as pretty as i make them now right but, um, it, but it, it had to start. yeah it had to have lit a fire in you a exactly. little bit right like yeah. get the creative juices going here because yep. obviously you're creative right dancing is a creative so yeah. you have that in you and you need an outlet for it absolutely right because it is um and i, I think the key is to you know a lot of times you know it, what's difficult is when you have a creative um endeavor like this and then you go and turn it into a profession. It's keeping that nice balance happening still yeah. where I'm still enjoying, I'm still experimenting, I'm still growing, I'm, you know, um, but I know how hard that is. Yeah. And uh, so, it, so it starts off just kind of little and then you decide you're going to make some kind of signature chocolate though. Yes. And so what, how, how you went somewhere and you did this? <laughs> so I just, yeah, I've kind of been all over the map with my ideas and stuff, but uh, I wanted to keep it simple. I wanted to keep it true to what I know and what I do well. Uh, so essentially I do bonbons, right? Little confections. But uh, in this day and age in the, in the ch chocolate industry, a lot of people are doing the whole conching process and making their own uh, blends of chocolate and I didn't really want to get into that expensive machinery I wanted to keep my overheads to a minimum and there's a program through Cackleberry that they offer in France and you literally go and work with a food scientist and you create your own blend of chocolate. So off to France. So I did. <laughs> it was an amazing program. I have an amazing chocolate rep, Anusha, who lives in Calgary. And we met up and Eric and I have family over in Europe as well. So we kind of made a trip of it, made a trip of it. Exactly. Yeah. So we went to France and I met with a food scientist there. And it was a process before, you know, they would send a big package of chocolate of all their products and I had to narrow down tell them exactly what I was looking for what kind of notes I wanted and I wanted to really keep it a blank canvas so I wanted to make it something that was going to be beautiful to just a tasting bar but also something that I could put in my ganaches sometimes I find that chocolates are so powerful with their flavor which is really beautiful but if you're trying to get a flavor to come through mm -hmm. it's just too much and it can be confusing on the palate so I wanted to keep it nice and clean just a um, there's not very many notes a little bit of sour a little bit of sweet uh, a little bit of bitter um, but it's the 73 percent and so that whole process of narrowing that down we had Skype dates and um, chatted back and forth and then when we went to the the lab in France that was really cool and we just sat there and we, we tried chocolate bitters and just the whole process. We tried beans from all over the world. We tried a really unique bean that um, the plantation was actually planted around a tobacco farm. Hmm. So it absorbed all the, the tobacco flavor, right, like the smokiness yeah. of uh, the tobacco. So the, that chocolate took on that flavor, which was really cool. No kidding. But also, you know, um, not very useful in a lot of applications. But um, so, yeah, I essentially 
chose from a couple different region regions. But what um, a what a fun time that must have been. For sure. I Although, mean, just to go and sample and, and experiment and play and I'll tell you a little secret though. Tell me it. I, <laughs> I love secrets. I'm not a huge fan of chocolate. Stop. <laughs> Are you joking? No. I, I love this it. This sounds like uh, Mary with the uh, Happy Dance Hummus and not being a hummus fan. <laughs> totally. I think, yes. you know, you kind of have to choose your profession. Um, I, I love chocolate and I have a huge appreciation for good quality chocolate, but I'm lucky in the sense that I won't go to my shop and, and eat it chow all. down. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm lucky in that way, but I'd rather sit down with a bag of potato chips, let's be honest. But um, yeah, it was really interesting. It was overwhelming. So kind of midday I was like you know what I kind of need a break I need crackers or something to cleanse the palate I need just just to stop for a bit so I created a dark and a milk I, I haven't received my milk yet um and it's a higher percentage so I'll oh be- so we can expect even more yes. holy smokers <laughs> okay I'm always thinking ahead it's yes. just when it comes to, to the yeah so you had right? a big plan that you were going to be doing these really I mean they are beautiful chocolates Thank and you. I think that is your motto right like too beautiful to eat but too delicious not to exactly and it's truly that way I mean you have to and I think the experience starts in that moment just opening the box is beautiful yep. and so you start this and I, I always tell people too like there's um, like slow down and enjoy and it does actually make you do that yep. because you first have to gaze at the beauty of it because they are seriously like no chocolate I've ever seen and so just with that you start to your senses are already you know kind of stirring and you're you're just delighted just from looking at them but then the taste (laughs) uh, is amazing and actually I have chocolate here for breakfast which I'm going to have to uh, do so since Amanda gave me a little treat uh, of her signature chocolate which is amazing but yes then you take the bite and you don't know what you're going to expect because the concoctions the flavors are like hmm like you're curious like (laughs) really (laughs) so this is exactly what I want I want that reaction yeah I mean okay well you got it I do I do the traditional stuff like the the caramels and whatnot yeah but I but you like to go think outside the box yeah so I like to mix the flavors like um I just recently did that raspberry wasabi raspberry wasabi like really and no everyone I say that to they're like oh my god Amanda that's kind of gross I'm like no no you just wait just wait and it's it turns out really amazing and I love it um but yeah kind of blending and fusing different cultures I really have a fun time with and no kidding that's like it's art it is art it, re- it really is right down to the the, the design the, the yes. tasting elements making sure that something's not overpowering on one end and just enough flavor but it really I have a pet peeve when I go around and I try all these chocolates and someone says oh it's a passion fruit chocolate I'm like great yum and then I bite into it and I'm like it doesn't taste like passion fruit at okay, all okay yeah and I know that I've had some floozies um you know developing flavors can be quite difficult and I don't have a culinary background so it's a lot of trial and error right and, and I, who gets to be uh the taste tester is your husband I'm, well <laughs> I try to Since avoid that ha- so much but okay, I mean other people I really have a group of bring it my way anyways. I, I absolutely okay. will I absolutely will and I think you know great people with honest feedback you right know? I yeah. tried to sit down with some friends and okay let me know your your honest opinions your thoughts on 
what these flavors are and they're like oh my god it's amazing I'm like no that's not what I need yeah, I need yeah. you to break it down a little bit so right. I do have a couple friends that are brutally honest and I yeah. really appreciate it and Lori it, Lori has to be one Lori yes. who works for us oh my gosh she is like number one consumer <laughs> Lori's amazing she's my favorite well I mean she doesn't even just buy them she comes into my office sometimes with the but look what I have you know do you want to have a little taste it's, it's like nine in the morning you know no yes <laughs> it's a good way to start the morning oh, right oh it's Get so a good bit of it the antioxidants so in and yeah. then you're good to go and then I'm like when I see the bag I'm like oh I should have done that too <laughs> but she I mean she's giving them as gifts to people because they are that beautiful that you want to gift them well too. you guys are amazing and supporting local and really getting everyone's word out and but we can't talk about something that we don't believe in either so okay that we, right. we have to be able to like it's genuine we're not we, we talk about this we're not even good at little white lies okay so uh if I it I can't do it any other way right so and I know we've even talked to we're gonna do something very special for Wildflower Project yes. and actually I had a dream last night before obviously I'm thinking about you today <laughs> I had a dream last night that we actually did our own box because I know you just did it for DeLuca yes. and I'm like so jealous I'm like god ah, but it sounds amazing <laughs> what you've done for them Thank so you. talk a little bit about that even yes. like so these custom chocolates now so Paulo and I got together and Paulo's it's, great Paulo's amazing yes also I mean we Winnipeg DeLuca's is just is amazing. a great community all mm-hmm. around right um Paulo and I go way back I knew Paulo mm. from my dancing days um, really yes so uh, I kind of reconnected. I knew that he was going to be my distributor once I got to once that. Once you got to that point. Point, exactly. And then I, I don't exactly remember when we started speaking about it, but we knew I, I kept telling him I wanted to use local products. I think it's important to support uh, local as much as possible in, in my business as well. And so we kind of went through the aisles and we picked out local ingredients and things that we thought would be kind of interesting. And he's probably like, what? Why are you doing that one? <laughs> no. Well, he just, he gave Concoctions. me. Concoctions. Oh, so he was he, like, he understood yeah. you oh, yeah. and your method. And I was like, are you sure there's not like specific? And he's like, you just do what you do and yeah. I'll be happy with it. And so I did. I ran with it and I had a little bit of an issue with the olive oil. I was really excited because I was just going to make this rich ganache with olive oil and the smoked Malden salt. And then I tried it. Oh my gosh, Terry, you should have seen Eric's reaction. It was disgusting. Oh my. It was so gross. It was <laughs> like you're eating pure olive oil. Oh, fun. I mean, and, and that quality is amazing, but yeah, it wasn't good. So that yeah. was a total scratch. And I was like, okay, well, how can I incorporate this? And so I decided on the, the caramel. Okay. But it was just a lot of, I don't sleep at night. No I kidding. I dream of different you must be, yeah. flavors and whatever, right? And I have... Notepad n- beside the bed. Nah, not exactly. Because <laughs> then I don't, I really then don't go to sleep. But um, I just have notes everywhere. I'm super disorganized and it drives my husband bonkers. Yeah, but yeah. I'll have a piece of paper over here and another one over there and there's 10 on my fridge and it's just horrendous. But when the I, ideas flow, you have to let them flow. Exactly. Yes. So I just kind of I kept taking photographs. This is weird, but this is my process of all the products. Take a photo, I'd rearrange it, take another photo and in between my other jobs I would scroll through I'm like okay what can I do with this okay okay think was this is would this be better with a milk chocolate or a dark chocolate or how would I incorporate this and so that just kind of starts my thought process but I'm trying to train my clientele that I, I just do small batch and so it's a little bit 
complicated sometimes when people look on my website and they're like, oh, great, all these amazing flavors. I want two of these and two of those. And right. Like, oh, yeah. It's not really what I do because I really just focus on X amount of chocolates during one portion and then move on. Right. I do come back and do the flavors again. Um, when so it's suitable. like grab them when you see them because totally. that one might not come around again for exactly. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So I, I really try to do seasonal um, using local products. But my thought process, right, like I'm, I'm working on my prototypes for Christmas and I'm a little behind. Not, <laughs> I'm going to be totally honest and I'm a, in a little bit of a panic mode. But because I, I like to do the photographs, so I have a friend who does the photographs, and then I get Vantage Print Shop to do up my legends. And I really, like you were talking about earlier, like people to have an entire experience opening and eating my chocolates. Right. So, so a bit of a perfectionist with it. Well, maybe. And maybe that's my, like, dance background, yes. you know? And that focus and determination that I'll still instill... Yeah, but that's appreciated. And I think it, it, it is very much seen and, and uh, experienced. I, I, I don't see, I, I, be, I understand it. The tiniest detail yes. is going to be huge to you. And, uh, but I mean, I think there's also the secret uh, that's gone into this. And that is exactly that, you know, your passion for it, your creativity, um, your desire to have the end result be something that somebody else enjoys. So right. it is a very giving uh, uh, part of you and I think that that is always when when people put that kind of love into something it is received that way for yeah. sure you can't help but uh but well, have that. I think maybe a little a little obsession is maybe a bad thing but um I do I I, I really try to be meticulous about every aspect of it and yeah. well I'm so curious to try the DeLuca pack because I mean smack dab mustard I know uh, I mean I love smack dab I love Carly I love yes it's like, but with chocolate? I know. Amazing. Well, I I wanted to use her curry chocolate. Okay. Um, but then Paulo and I kind of decided that we would use her cranberry wine. Mm. Like, okay, how do I incorporate this? And so it's actually a two-tiered bonbon. So I made a cranberry jam. So that's on the top of it. And then I've incorporated her mustard into the ganache. Wow. So I left all the seeds in and stuff. So you have a little bit of texture. Um and it's actually really, I love, I, you know, my mom loves mustard and I was always like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but I love it now. Love it. And I well, love when you've had branding. that kind of mustard. Yes. Right. Right. <laughs> like I could, the maple gourmet. mustard is my very favorite. Yeah. I actually like try to dip pretzels in it and you never get enough on the pretzel. Yes. So then you have a spoon handy <laughs> yeah. because it's like pretzel spoon. <laughs> Perfect, perfect combination, yes, right? Yes. Well, but I mean, so much can be made. I mean, we've made salad dressings with it yep. and everything too. So uh, it's just so interesting to see or to try to uh, wrap your brain around that. Yeah, in with chocolate, right? Yeah. Um, I I guarantee you that it's really delicious. I'm sure it does taste like mustard. So yeah, like biting into. But it, I would want to taste some mustard for sure, right? Yeah. That goes back so to like my, your passion my fruit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. Yes. Um. So I I'll be curious to to hear your thoughts on okay, that. Okay. Well, and I'm gonna taste them all. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah. So I I had this dream about my ideal uh six pack. Or do you do them in six packs? Yeah. I do. I, yeah. yeah. So I, that's why I dreamt the six pack. There you go. And I had 
two generation green ones and I saw a green and a blue for you know the sky and the earth and then I saw acorn cafe and uh like nutty and and let's you know, do it yeah we're let's gonna do, do it. it and then wildflower project which is just like I like the 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 love and the passion part of because it is my passion project mm-hmm. but then the whole there's there's also another side to it where it's like let's dig in a bit and you know especially on my social media I dig in and yeah. I like to detox so I kind of see that charcoal in there that yes. activated charcoal in there and kind of so the, the the soft and the and the dark you know the light and the dark and the how they come together and that's how life is yeah so I kind of see this whole because I mean all three of those are under the umbrella of Generation Green and just something I am you know just so happy and so um Oh, and it's not even happy. So proud of, honestly. And but they definitely are all about my life, yeah. right? So I was like, oh, I need to have treats for everybody. Different components, to, yes. for sure. I think yes, that's a that really idea. can express what they are about. Yep. So I had a dream. So we need to make my dreams come Kay, true. Let's do very it. important. <laughs> <laughs> it's very important that dreams come true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Eric, your husband, yes. was also a dancer. He was. And so how involved is he in, uh, with, with the business as well? <laughs> well, um, when I need help, he's, well, he's, he's a amazing. good delivery guy. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect in that downtown region, right? Um, no, he, he's a, an immense help. Um, some days I get frustrated with him as we all do with of our spouses, <laughs> of but course. like, Eric, I need help with this. He's like, figure it out, Amanda, it's your business. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's right. You know, sometimes I lean on him a little bit too much and, it's a learning process still for me about business and and running it and stuff he's got the business background so I really try to bounce ideas off of him to see if I'm doing it properly or if I if I have a better way of going about it but he's also immensely busy at work too so right so was he a dance you guys danced together didn't you I we we were in the company at the same time we didn't often Ah. partner together and my director would always say I don't like to pair partners up because then it's bad news sometimes in the studio right okay but I loved on the odd occasion that we did dance together he was a brilliant partner and I always felt super secure and so it was an easy job for me when I got to dance with him right partially because it's that comfort factor but he was also a genius with partnering so yeah didn't they have a, a name for him too because he was so strong like lifting people what do they call him <laughs> he used to call him the, the forklift story. the forklift <laughs> right yes the forklift so, I know Tara Burt Whistle when she retired she had asked to be partnered with Eric because with she forklift. knew <laughs> she knew that she wouldn't have any issues yeah. and it would just be like yeah perfect that's and gonna could, be a concern for yes, sure <laughs> just I mean it, I'm most of the guys in the company during my time were, yeah. were tanks you know they okay. were all, all pretty good partners but right. have a good solid course yes yes absolutely <laughs> well I we would always joke at Eric you know he'd always throw at his back and would hurt his uh facet joint and it wouldn't be lifting the ballerinas it would be literally bending over to tie a shoe Jeez, really <laughs> but you know chronic injuries over yeah. time you know like and so then he decided that that wasn't going to be for him. And now he's in the finance industry, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now you are also going in another direction too. So, I mean, you still have, and this is obviously, you know, you've built your brand with Melt Chocolate Co. You've got um, this kind of doing its own thing. It's kind of, it takes on its own legs, doesn't mm-hmm. it? And it does. just grows organically, yeah. basically. And I mean, 
I think many people uh, know of it because you've ha- you've been out and uh, and once they experience, I mean, the word of mouth will just travel yes. <laughs> because it's, uh, you cannot stop. That's the best way, yes. you know, like paid advertisements and things. I haven't yeah. really done too much with that. No, we're small of, business. Word of mouth. I mean, Winnipeg is one degree of separation. Yeah, and it's and really, collaboration is yes. huge because yes. it's not now just you talking about your chocolate. It's going to be all those other people yep. that are involved with it too exactly. that get to be the voices. And I've always found that that is the best way to do it. There's more power, more we're bigger together yep. than we are alone. For so, sure. and have a bigger voice that way. But you're, you're, you are so busy. You are now telling me Pilates. <laughs> yes. So Pilates. I am also a Pilates instructor. So I work at Pilates downtown just across the street from the hydro building. So I teach a significant amount and I also do um, some stuff with Shelly Cher at her dance studio out in the South End. So I coach kids and um, we prim- I primarily do strength and conditioning with them. But when they get closer to their uh, competitions, I'll go in and coach them as well. Wow. So I am busy. I'm bouncing all over the place. I'm trying to find balance. But um, after being so focused on one channel throughout my entire career, now that I'm out of it and I see and I have a little bit more perspective, I think it's so unhealthy. And so Mm -hmm. I really try to find balance. Pardon me. I think everything happens for a reason, you know, as devastating as my hip injury was. I think it's really changed me for the better. It has to. I mean, I always believe that, too. Like those things happen for reasons to move you in a new direction. And you sometimes you don't realize at the time. Right. But there's that thing that they say. There's that song like the the biggest blessings are the unanswered prayers. Yeah. um, Even because we don't always know what's best for us. But the universe seems to yeah for sure so I I, people are like Amanda you need to slow down you need to stop doing so many things I'm like no I get Mm -hmm. antsy if I'm in like always in I mean of course I'd I'd love to be more into the chocolate and be in my kitchen that really is my zen place I love it put my headphones in just zone everything out and really focus and I love it and some days when I have to break up that train of thought it's like Damn it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's also good because it kind of re-energizes um, my body, my brain, and I, I have well, great I totally clients agree too. too. You know, because if you're doing the same thing, it's probably why you know after I was doing Generation Green for so long, it's like okay, let's do Acorn Cafe, and then it's like let's do Wildflower Project, yeah. and let's do MB Food Fest, and let's do events, and because. I love to be busy and it's not busy. I, I see it as living. Yes. Okay. I see it as living and experiencing and um, yeah, it just makes such a difference. But if you're always just doing the same thing over and over and over again, I would be worried I might get tired of it yeah. or bored of it or, I mean, it's hard for me to imagine that, but I think because yeah, I have this really good flow and yeah, it's crazy busy yeah. and I, but I that's love the it, way though. you love it's it. Exciting. Exactly. It's I have makes a, you go. a friend. Who's like, well, what are you doing today? Oh, I have to go to work. He's like, you don't work, Amanda. You have hobbies. I'm like, oh. you're right. <laughs> Absolutely. I've worked hard all my life, and I love my life. I've I've built it the way I wanted it to be, and I'm super happy. So okay. I can flit, and I can dictate, and I can do what I want when I want, and it's. 
Uh, okay, I thought I thought that maybe they were saying hobbies, like you know. Really... Uh, I mean, he was being a little bit of right. a jerk, but yeah. I mean, he's. But you're doing right. the things that you're really passionate about, yeah. and you can be passionate about more than one thing, exactly, and do them all. Yeah, yeah I want to write a book still. I want to, you know, there's lots of things I still want to do. Yeah. So I, I think, yeah, when we stop reaching and trying and experiencing, uh, you know we're really not living to our full potential yeah. is how I see it. And so no, kudos to you. Thank Keep you. busy. Keep going. Yes. You'll, you'll get it done. <laughs> I'm too, I'm too ADD. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to go. Yeah. Like a, a, I don't know. Firecracker. I'm too, too intense. I think sometimes, but it's yeah. the way I, I thrive. So. Yeah. Well, I'm super excited. You're going to be here for, at, we're at Cloakroom Wellness right now recording. And this is where we're doing homemade Christmas, yes. which I'm super excited about too, because I, that's what I love giving for Christmas is things that people have put all that passion and love into and their hobbies per se yeah. for some, <laughs> but it is definitely things that people are passionate about. And yeah. I love supporting passion. And so having the idea of doing strictly homemade, these are all handmade, everybody, that was the criteria. So being able to curate some events like this is, um, I don't know, just it's super exciting for me. And because I keep meeting, and actually there's a couple makers I've never even met before, which I'm really Perfect. excited. I just discover them on yeah. Instagram and I'm like, oh, I think because I've just found you, I need to have you yeah. here. Um, <laughs> you know, because I feel like I'm led well, in the that's direction. The, exactly. That's the word of mouth. That's the, that foundation to yes. support, right? And I love it when it's just somebody that I have never heard of because I'm like, I want to encourage them too yeah. with their passion. If this is something you really want to do, like what can I do? to help you and if this is the one little thing that I can do then you know great but I believe that we all have something in us like that and sometimes it takes a while to find it yep. you know um, so, but when you do get it it is it is just like nothing else right it's like this fire just like ignites and you can't stop but you know thinking about it and and uh, wanting more of it it's a little addicting yeah and uh, yeah, maybe that's it that's my it's problem an addiction. <laughs> we have a problem we're gonna have to do a, a support group yes. for passionate people <laughs> I like that idea <laughs> Well, I mean, it is true. You do. We do have to make sure we find balance. And and, uh, and that's why I was saying about when you have something that has been your creative outlet for so long, uh, how do you still maintain that as that creative outlet? So I, yeah, you don't want to lose that, right? And I'd lost that a little bit when I tried to be professional as an artist. And it's like, oh no, I really need to keep this for myself. Yeah. You know, I love making things still for other people because I'm still being able to do it my way and how I want it. And there's so much that goes into it that I love to see the end result again. I want to see people that enjoy it. So for me to go hang my stuff in a gallery and never know who buys it, right. I don't get to really have that end result that right. I want to have. That's another thing I love with my business too, is building a relationship with my clientele, you know? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people critique my business because it's small and they're like, you need to expand, you need to get bigger and bigger. And I'm like, no. I mean, of course I want to get bigger and I want more people to know about me, but I also love that I can go to Generation Green right. and drop off chocolates for you and Lori. And right. we have this flourishing relationship and friendship and I love it you know yes. so I really try to have that personal connection with all my clients because I think it's really important it's huge so I, I would even go to say that it's the most important part yes. of a business yeah it to be successful a small business it's hard to find customer service nowadays too it really is 
Yeah. It really is. People are so quick to just go on their phone and order online now yeah. and, you know, missing out on that connection thing. And I think that's why the Wildflower Project was so important for me too, is because I really did feel a disconnect, you know, where people are really wanting to be seen and heard and connect and have conversation. And uh, so I'm trying to think of ways I can bring people together. And uh, one of those is going to be in January too, again, trying to focus on people's passions yeah. um, and because we have these long winters and we need to get out and we need to connect. So um, my Skillshares is something else I wanted to start where, and I'm still looking. So if anybody has a passion for something that they can teach, a teachable skill, and it could be anything from painting to fermenting. I don't even, it doesn't matter. Okay. (laughs) Macrame in the middle. But my idea is just to gather as a community and have conversation because it's so nice when you're doing something like that, have a cup of tea and and just I don't know people Engage used to do this forever there's something about in a circle too yeah so I know we have these long tables but I want circle tables because I feel like there's it's just easy to have a conversation with everybody not yeah. just the person across from you yeah so um that is definitely something I want to do so you can get paid to teach your skill because people will register for a seat at your table and then they may see something else and get curious and again ignite some passions right yeah it's like oh I never thought about trying that but maybe I want to try that the next time so we are going to do it in January for the first time but hopefully it's something I could take off and we could do it all the all time, the time. Yeah. because I would love it we need to get out and do things and There'll not be more hibernate in that. yeah so yeah. I need to keep shouting about it and spreading the word and you know there's people that are at home just doing those things secretly, yeah. <laughs> privately, you know, get out and share it. Yeah. And and it's so important for us to continue to, to share some of those skills that have been learned from, you know, our grandmothers and great grandmothers and, and grandfathers, whatever, yeah, you know, like there's so many di- keeping yeah. traditions alive. Exactly. And I have a real soft spot for that because I always like things to be remembered. And so anyways, that's all part of it too. But homemade Christmas is when you're going to see Amanda come and meet her and and uh, taste her chocolate like I'm going to do here right now. Like I broke off a piece and I'm just <laughs> waiting. I'm going to take a little tiny nibble right now. Mm, just like, mm, God, see? <laughs> and you can't even stop. But even that teeny little piece I just bit off, it just lingers. Perfect. Okay, let me give you a good description. <laughs> <laughs> through the microphone you know what I I have this weird mm. thing maybe people think it's weird I don't but I love I love watching people eat my chocolate that's maybe really creepy but no. I think it's it's really amazing to see people's reactions see I had to take another bite <laughs> um there's the reaction it's like you're just you're looking at it like and that's what I do when I get a box of uh chocolates from you I'll take I'll, oh I'm just gonna have one and then it's sitting there and I I like to reward myself for every hour I get to stay in the office <laughs> Perfect. You have to set goals, right? You do. Okay. So it's like, oh, has it been an hour yet? I I perhaps could have another. (laughs) Okay. How do you eat them? Oh, I have to take, well, I have, no, I can't. I have to bite it in half because I want to see what's coming in, you know, in the inside. So I do bite it in half and uh, it's always a nice surprise because you don't know what you're going to get. What are your top flavors actually? I want to ask you that. Um, My most requested are my hibiscus rose. Yes. Salted tequila lime. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) My mint melt away. Oh, haven't had that one. That's real good. (laughs) Mint melt away. Um, What are my other ones? A lot of people, a lot of people like the honey fig that I made. Okay, I haven't had that ago. either. Uh, I have a good. lot to try still. My favorite, one of my favorites is my raspberry basil. Oh, that would it's be nice. Delicious. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, you can't go wrong with the hibiscus and the salted tequila lime. But it is. It's just a nice surprise because you're you're not knowing sometimes what you're going to expect. So besides the bonbons now, so you get them in the bars. Are you going to do them singles too? Or well, maybe we could do that at Generation Green, sell them singles Single too. Single bonbons, yeah. Yeah. Yep. But you have the bars. I do. So that's new. Yes. So I had the bonbons and then I kind of experimented. Um, it's a kind of another project on the back burner for me right now but I wanted to make uh, an Asian box Asian flavored infused box and so I've been kind of playing with some of the like the raspberry wasabi flavors a little bit just kind of testing it um, but essentially I would like to make a box for my long skinny bars and then I have my signature boxes that I just literally hot off the press and so I'm gonna and it's beautiful um, so beautiful it tells a whole story from when you open it up you know, from, you know, the, the dancer turned chocolatier, the picture of some of the bonbons and the circle, the, uh, in the center here, whoops. Oh, I'm 10 second rule. <laughs> 10 second rule <laughs> chocolate drop. Um, as I open this up now, I just wanted to, to read this here too, because this is, uh, the package um, kind of what do you call this the emblem kind of deal yeah so I, I took a, a Buddhist symbol it's called an Enzo circle and you can read and oh in Zen Enzo circle is a circle that is hand-drawn in one or two uninhibited brush strokes to express a moment when the mind is free to let the body create that's lovely. The exclusive chocolate is a canvas of endless possibilities. Oh, that's so beautiful. I have created this extraordinarily unique chocolate with elegant notes of fruit and acidity. Acidity? Acidity. Let me say that right. Delivering a subtle, balanced, aromatic flavor. Aromatic. Too pretty to eat. Too delicious not to. I love this so much. That's so I, beautiful. I thought it was kind of, uh, Eric and I, we had to name the chocolate. <laughs> that was part of the deal with Onoir um, in France. And I was so torn and I kind of got mixed reviews from friends but like, oh, you need to like base it off of dance. So I was kind of going to go with Juliet because that was my last role that I ever performed was Romeo and Juliet. I was like, oh, that's kind of lame. I don't know if I really want to associate that so much. And so we came up with Enzo. Um, I, I love it. I think the simplicity of that, mm -hmm. uh, the meaning and that, that graphic is just beautiful. Yes. Um, so I worked with a graphic designer and he came up with that and I was really, I think it's a really, really good reflection of your brand too. Um, yes. Uh, I, I like it just, it, it's so recognizable now too, um, with everything you're doing. So with, with the other package, the box chocolates, yeah. um, I think it's beautiful Thank and you. I love it. It is another experience and yes. opening it to a story is, is so unique. I, I really love it. This is totally different than anything that is out there and is going to be, I think, a hot one for people for Christmas gifts, hostess gifts, any kind of gift yeah. for yourself gift. Okay. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah. Treat yourself folks. Yeah. Okay. Very important. And I love it, you know, because, um, I, I've spoke about this before. Chocolate meditation is a thing, okay? <laughs> because when you allow your senses to engage from, you know, the start of the, the visual um, and then like engaging all the senses basically, but just to let it linger and melt and yeah. really experience it. You go, you are so in the moment 
and you are taken to another <laughs> dimension almost, yes. okay? And it is, this is the kind of chocolate you want because you can only do chocolate meditation with amazing <laughs> chocolate. And to slow it down. Yes. Slow down and enjoy. And these are chocolates to be enjoyed in that uh, respect because, I mean, they are works of art. Well, that's why I was, that's why I asked you because I get oftentimes people will ask me, how should I eat it? Like, well, you eat it how you'd like, but... I think the best way to do it is the way you do. Bite it in half, check it out, let those tastes swirl around in your mouth, yeah. and then you can move on. And you know, some some of them, like I, I've created hot ones, like cayenne peppers, or uh, I did one with the uh, tasty heats for the Deluca package. Oh, um, nice! And I use their ghost. Pepper. Oh, the ghost pepper! Oh, wow! So a lot of people are like. Mm too yeah, hard yeah, for yeah. me I'm like no no just try it it's really good um balance and and I had a girlfriend try it the other day she's like oh it's not so spicy at all and then it kicked in and she's yeah. like oh there it is yeah 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 it's a little <laughs> surprise in, later <laughs> exactly but I I try to I mean I'm not really sure the science behind that and flavor developments and stuff and how they come through but I find that how I fabricate them a lot of a lot of the flavors do that so you'll initially get one and then the other ones will slowly develop in the mouth and I love that you know I think when you say you know you you're not trained in that or what have you I think it's actually good in a way when you're an amateur because you have no rules okay <laughs> and I found this like I'm not a trained artist I never went to school to learn anything I just like it's authentic yeah. okay and I think the greatest discoveries come from this authentic place like that all the mistakes you make but no <laughs> but the mistakes lead you to the greatest yes. accomplishments those are the learning that's the learning process yeah. there's no such things as mistakes yes. Amanda no I know there are I'm learning opportunities <laughs> only so um yeah that's what you say well that was a wonderful learning opportunity <laughs> We'll put that aside and we'll move on. Um, but it is true. When you have no rules, there's nobody saying, oh, you cannot do that. Right. right? That doesn't go with science like this to mix that that way. Yeah. And then just to have this amazing discovery. It's like you invented something. Well, I, I have a couple of friends I'd be that having are, a party every right? single time. It, I invented this. <laughs> Maybe I should be you a little bit more enthusiastic. <laughs> Well, sometimes when I get really confused with some pairings, like uh, some interesting spices like sumac, like, okay, it's kind of sweet. It's a tart. Um, but I don't how even do know I, what sumac is. So. It's, it's an amazing spice. Okay. And so I had done a rhubarb in sumac. But I have some friends who are chefs, and I'll call them up, be like, hey, Maddie or Jordan, I need your help. Uh, what can I do with this spice and how would I develop that flavor and so the first trial with the sumac and rhubarb was good but all I could taste was the rhubarb so I was disappointed and then one of my friends told me or my chef friends he's like you know if you heat the sumac it will start to release the oils and then it will be a little bit more fragrant I'm like oh duh if I yeah. would have been like a culinary student <laughs> I probably would have known that but I mean I do read a lot of books right. and I try to to see flavor developments and stuff and it, yeah. it's quite helpful so things well, like that little yeah tricks and tips from yeah but I believe if you have a passion for something you will find a way to learn about it yes. okay and what's meant to be is going to be so you're going to be led to that discovery yeah and I think you should just be calling yourself an inventor from now on. Okay? Perfect. Done. <laughs> Amanda Green I'll inventor. Get a stamp. <laughs> I invent. <laughs> you don't see what's going on behind the scenes here. I invented this, and I think that is just so exciting. <laughs> that chocolate just perked you right up. I love it. 
I've had one piece of chocolate and I'm ready to roll for the day. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so much fun to laugh with you so early in the morning. <laughs> Love it. Anyways, okay, uh, we should end probably on okay. this wonderful <laughs> laughing note. And everybody must come and try the chocolate. So eventually we'll have them at Generation Green, I swear, I promise. But before that, you must come to Homemade Christmas and buy up all the chocolate because you never know when it's going to come back again. Uh, Amanda's really busy. So, yes, yeah, she's going to have some stuff here for us. And you get your Christmas chocolate in uh, or get it while you can, where you can. What else do you have besides my bit? Let's just talk about my Yeah, bit. no, it's okay. I'm, I'm looking we forward to it. We should end on that. So I'm still doing my fall flavors for yours. Okay. And I'm really excited about it. Um, and then I'm going to be doing uh, a pop-up at the Forks, December 7th and 8th with uh, Third and Bird. And then that's it for me. That's so, it for you for the year. Yeah. And you get to. So this is it, guys. So get your orders in. Get your orders know. in. Yeah. So you, do you do orders online or like just um, people just email you? Mostly, yeah. Just a direct message. I'm working. My website's a work in progress right now. Um, I'm working with the guy to jo- Oh, you got yeah. something? Okay. Um, but I might need Josh later. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not my department of expertise. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, that e-commerce stuff is like beyond my abilities. So I, I've tried but it's a little bit of a disaster um, primarily email Instagram a lot of uh, my inquiries are via Instagram or call me yeah okay yeah so I'll make sure I put those uh, links up Thank on you. the uh, write-up with this so this episode is uh, airing on my mo- next Monday we tape beforehand obviously so yeah I'll make sure I put all the the ways you can contact Amanda on there are you on Facebook too yes I am. okay yeah. I never go on Facebook or very do I. I like Instagram it's pretty pictures right I just scroll <laughs> through want that, want that. <laughs> screenshot it I think primarily people are just fixated on Instagram nowadays yeah so. yeah no it's definitely it's the demographics uh, that shift right yes I find that my you're not old, but my older clientele, like my my Mother's, mom's age, yeah, yes. they're more me, on my Facebook. age too. But I'm not on there because I'm not really old. You see, no. <laughs> um, because I think what happened, age you know, is just a number. Yeah, Shari. yeah. Oh, I know that. Uh, I forget how what number I am this time. Uh, but I think it's because when all the kids were on Facebook and then all their moms came on, they yes. all got off. <laughs> totally, <laughs> all happened. the like privacy settings yeah. and stuff. And, and now it's still started. all the moms on yeah. there and and the dads and yeah. So it's like okay. We're we're going somewhere else um but yeah no I like I loved all the pictures and stuff on Instagram too it's a great way yeah okay we're, we're going off in another direction now we're talking <laughs> about marketing already um anyways okay so I will make sure all that stuff is up there on the uh episode uh, write-up and you can tune into any of your well obviously you're tuning in so you're listening on any of those favorite platforms so uh we're gonna end here so thanks Amanda so much for joining me thank you so much for having me and I look forward to uh having you part of our event so yes, November 17th is the the day here at Cloakroom at 70 Albert Street on the second floor and uh, it's going from 12 to 4 and five dollar admission gets you tea and a treat hot cups uh, is uh, sponsoring the tea they have delicious teas and we'll have a drop-in craft room where you can do something uh, a DIY uh, with that so there'll be three different crafts I think she's putting on in here and then there's also wreath making we only have one session uh, room left uh, like we had two sessions booked one is totally sold out the other one is going to uh, have just a few seats left so wreath making with fresh cut downtown as well so it's gonna be a Christmas extravaganza 
sort of Love thing. It. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see you all then. Thank you everybody for tuning into this episode of the Wildflower Project. Until next time, keep blooming. <laughs>